for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tinctures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed, of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm going to have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow. And there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at Alta, A-L-T-A, CaliforniaBotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for AltaCaliforniaBotanicals.com. Do you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? Women's Initiative of San Francisco began its business management training program for low-income, high-potential women in 1988. To attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business, or for more information, please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive health care, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. 
For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. The good people of America, where your politicians are keeping secrets from you, uh, they're And the military, the intelligence... They're commuting with aliens from the outer regions of outer regions of space. Professor, would you like some proper science news? I would. I would very much after like some all, proper after science news. After all that news. hokum, well, astronomers have claimed tentative evidence of tentative evidence of primitive forms of life on Mars may have existed long ago. Good golly! As Mars was within 63 million miles of Earth last month, the closest it will come in nearly two years, using a war-developed in infrared spectrograph focused through an 82-inch telescope. That's that's some high technology. That's a big telescope. Astronomers made an exacting study of the planet and came to the conclusion that probably lichen, a hard moss-like growth, existed there. Dr. Gerald P. Kuiper, 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 McDonald Observatory Director, said the studies also indicated that weather conditions on Mars probably would support such elementary forms of life. If life, he said, on Mars exists at all, it seems likely that it does. It must be in very primitive forms, he said, but that studies would not be completed for some weeks. I predict that in the future... Another prediction. We... Uh, I'm prescient. I told you. This is real. I'm a professor of the future. Are you prescient or Prussian? I'm Prussian Prussian. Ah. I'm... I'm... <laughs> you predict? I predict that we will put a small robot... A robot? A robot onto the Mars, and it will... Radio wave back pictures of the Martian people to us. Amazing. And this will be happening in the year 1998. 1998? Yes. We won't live to see that long. No, we'll we all won't. be dead by then. We'll all be dead by then from World War Three. And the robots, the robots will have taken over. Speaking of, rumors claim atomic bomb base started a $10 million super secret project under construction in the mesa of a dozen miles east of Albuquerque. Military sources termed fantastic some portions of a Denver Post story, which said the armed forces are building... Was it a right turn at Albuquerque, or was it a left turn at Albuquerque? <laughs> they're, they're, they're digging under Albuquerque. They're building huge caverns for atomic war defenses, but private flyers, who would not be quoted, hinted that there might be truth to the tales of a base between Los Alamos, where the first atomic bomb was built, as you remember, and the outer fringes of white sands near the Alamogordo Air Base, where guided missiles are tested, and Roswell Air Base, a B-29 center today. The government will uh, has decided that the projected atomic weapons tests at the remote Pacific Atoll of any we talk will be strictly American behind a curtain of absolute secrecy. No foreign observers will be invited. A spokesman for the Atomic Energy Commission said he added there will be no newsmen, unlike the 1946 bikini, bikini uh, atoll explosion, which was seen by representatives of Russia and other nations, as well as more than 100 newspaper, radio, and magazine correspondents and photographers. The 145 native inhabitants of the atoll islands of Almon and Bijiri will dust out for the permanent home which they will select themselves. You know, one of the most interesting pieces of technology to come out of that whole uh, that that whole bikini atoll uh, predicament was television. Have you are you aware of this? Ah, this television. Is an interesting. The thing. atomic yeah, the atomic Very cafe. interesting. Very interesting. What it is is it's kind of like radio with pictures. Get that. 
It's, it's a motion picture film, but in your home, in the comfort of your own living room. Right. And they've already begun to broadcast things over this over this television. Many, many homes are already purchasing. There have been People have been watching televisions in storefronts for, for decades, and it, now you can have one in your own home for a low, low price. It also travels wirelessly through the air, like radio. Uh, radio. However, however, it causes deadly radiation that will cause horrible mute, mutations if you sit too close to it. That's a risk I'm willing to take. This is something that the government has actually planned, and I know this because I helped make television. The atomic energy in the air will mutate all of us by the year 1980. Well, that's how genetics works. Hundreds of scientists working for the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission are not precisely happy. The ration of AEC cabbage and effort going towards the military energy program is about 97% to the 3% for, for peacetime use, they estimate. They approximate. Uh, they want their work being done to develop and improve atomic technology to contribute also to peacetime development and understanding of atomic energy, not just the military. They sound like pinkos to me. That's a lot of cabbage. That's, that's red talk right there. Peacetime. Cabbage, reds, Russian, Russians like cabbage. Russian I dressing. Smell, I, I smell, I smell a communist sauerkraut. Well, just this week, the House Un-American Activities Committee fingered Dr. Edward Condon, a top atomic hey, hey, scientist. Watch yourself with that. Well, we're going to get pulled off the air. I'm getting a little blue. Had associated that Ed Edward Condon, top atomic scientist, had associated with I alleged told you to watch it. Soviet spies. If uh, it labeled Condon one of the weakest links in our atomic security, he replied, "If I am one of the weakest links in the nation's atomic security, this is gratifying information because I am absolutely reliable, and therefore we have nothing to worry about. The country you, can relax." You seem to have no respect for the rules of radio. You keep mentioning the word prophylactic over and over again. I don't know what you're hearing. You may have y your radio dial set to a, a, another station. Uh, he is a member of the American Soviet Science Society, which is not a communist organization, but that it may have been a affiliated with the National Council of American-Soviet Friendship, which may be affiliated with a group that has been labeled subversive by the Attorney General Clark's arbitrary and goofy list. In other science news, 24 science branches are delving into research supported by the March of Dimes for a cure for pre preventative uh, for infantile paralysis caused by polio. Polio, which our Is fine FDR succumbed to... In recent years, chemistry, physics, nutrition, physiology, anatomy, pediatrics, pathology, orthopedics, public health, engineering, virology, neurology, immunology, psychology, well, you get the drift. Multiologies. Now supporting the work of, uh, at 83 of the country's foremost institutions covering 29 states. Perhaps this will be a fitting rebuttal to Hearst newspaper columnist and grade-A boob, Henry McLemore, who just last week, in his column, told science to, quote, put up or shut up, because he hadn't gotten his water-repellent suits or stockings that don't run yet. Well, instead of being impatient, they'd rather, instead of being patient, they'd rather flap their traps when they know from nothing about science. Who else knows nothing about science? Well, this is the current case before the Supreme Court. McCollum versus the Board of Education. Widespread implications, not only for the rights of atheists, but for any faith, as our democracy should not allow the state to endorse, favor, or discriminate against any one faith or lack thereof. Professor, do you agree? What's faith? This is faith. Yes, this old newsreel about the rapture. Are you ready?
this is the sort of hokum that our children are being forced to watch in our tax-funded schools. Are you ready for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ? The greatest prophecy in the Bible is not far from fulfillment. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them on the clouds to meet... So, while you may be a fine and good upstanding God-fearing Christian, who knows what version of Christianity your children are being indoctrinated with? Perhaps they're being forced into the Church of Mormon. Hopefully it's the right one, right? Perhaps it's not yours. Perhaps it's any number of religions. This is why religion is a personal, a personal endeavor between you and your family members, not something that should be undertaken what if the in our schools. What if the correct religion was the Rosicrucians? Who what if? Who what knows? if? Absolutely. So, on the BBC recently, the British uh, broad, broad, something about broads, to that end... A debate between Bertrand Russell, that fine philosopher, and Frederick Copleston on the existence of God. We'll go out with this, and we'll return with more musical interlude on The Stranger in a Strange Land with myself, the stranger, and my good friend and cohort, the professor. Mazel tov. Book, The Existence of God, edited by John Hick. Did portion of this debate. That part in which Russell and Copleston discuss what is sometimes called the argument from contingency. This is a form of cosmological argument, and I expect you will notice several points of resemblance between the argument offered by Copleston and the cosmological argument of Richard Taylor discussed in the correspondence material. First I give a brief um, statement, and then we go on to discuss it. Well, for clarity's sake, I divide the argument into distinct stages. Uh, first of all, I should say, we know that there are at least some beings in the world which do not contain in themselves the reasons for their existence. For example, I depend on my parents, and now on the air, on food, and so on. Now, secondly, the world is simply the real or imagined totality or aggregate of individual objects none of which contain in themselves alone the reason of their existence. There isn't any world distinct from the objects which form it, any more than the human race is something apart from the members. Therefore, I should say, since objects or events exist, and since no object of experience contains within itself the reason of its existence, this reason, um, the totality of objects, must have a reason external to itself, and that reason must be an existent being. Well, this being is either itself the reason for its own existence, or it is not. If it is, well and good. If not, then we must proceed further. But if we proceed to infinity in that sense, then there's no explanation of existence at all. So, I should say, in order to explain existence, we must come to a being which contains within itself the reason for its own existence. That is to say, which cannot not exist. This uh, raises a great many points, and it's not altogether easy to know where to begin. But I think that perhaps in answering your argument, the best point with which to begin is the question of a necessary being. The word necessary, I should maintain, can only be applied significantly to propositions, and in fact, only to such as are analytic, that is to say, such as it is self-contradictory to deny. I could only admit a necessary being 
If there were a being whose existence it is self-contradictory to deny, uh, I should uh, like to know whether you would accept Leibniz's division of propositions into truths of reason and truths of fact, the former, the truths of reason, being necessary. I certainly should not subscribe to what seems to be Leibniz's idea of truths and reason and truths of fact, since it would appear that for him there are in the long run only analytic propositions. I don't want to uphold the whole philosophy of Leibniz. I have made use of his argument from contingent to necessary being, basing the argument on the principle of sufficient reason, simply because it seems to me a brief and clear formulation of what is the, in my opinion, the fundamental metaphysical argument for God's existence. But uh, to my mind, a necessary proposition has got to be analytic. I don't see what else it can mean. And analytic propositions are always complex and logically somewhat late. Rational animals are animals is an analytic proposition. But a proposition such as, this is an animal, can never be analytic. Well, in fact, all the propositions that can be analytic are somewhat late in the build-up of propositions. Take the proposition, if there is a contingent being, then there is a necessary being. I consider that that proposition, hypothetically expressed, is a necessary proposition. If you are going to call every necessary proposition an analytic proposition, then in order to avoid a dispute in terminology, I will agree to call it analytic, though I don't consider it a tautological proposition. But the proposition is a necessary proposition only on the supposition that there is a contingent being. That there is a contingent being actually existing has to be discovered by experience. And the proposition that there is a contingent being is certainly not an analytic proposition. Though once you know, I should maintain, that there is a contingent being, it follows of necessity that there is a necessary being. The difficulty of this argument is that I don't admit the idea of a necessary being, and I don't admit that there is any particular meaning in calling other beings contingent. These phrases don't, for me, have a significance, except within a logic that I reject. A contingent being is a being which has not in itself the complete reason for its existence. That's what I mean by a contingent being. You know as well as I do that the existence of neither of us can be explained without reference to something or somebody outside us, our parents, for example. The necessary being, on the other hand, means a being that must and cannot not exist. You may say that there is no such being, but you will find it hard to convince me that you do not understand the terms I am using. If you do not understand them, then how can you be entitled to say that such a being does not exist, if that is what you do say? Uh, well, I will say that what you have been saying uh, brings us back, it seems to me, to the ontological argument that there is a being whose essence involves existence, so that his existence is analytic. That uh, seems to me to be impossible. And uh, it raises, of course, the question, what one means by existence? On Sleepy Hollow Hill so he's up there still. Do you dig my jive? Jack. Do you dig my jive? No, old man. I'll bet my money from one to five. Do you dig my jive? 
Anytime we have a date, but I love her. Yes, I love her. I'm gonna walk right up to her gate and see if I can get it straight, cause I want her. I'm gonna ask her, is you is or is you ain't my baby? That has always been strange Just when you're sure of one You'll find she's gone and made a change Is you is or is you ain't my baby Maybe baby's found somebody new Or is my baby still my baby true She's trying to find out what's happening. 
Yes, it's me, and I'm late again. Sweet, did you hear what the lady said? Now, what did she say? She said, you sure look common out here in the street. Common? Man, I got class I ain't never used yet. I'm gonna knock again. Richard's got to get up. Open the door, Richard! You got a key to the house? No, sweet, I don't have a key. I don't have a key. Somebody's got to get in the house. We can't climb in a transom. Oh, I know he's in there. How you know he's in there? I can hear him breathing. Ooh, let's lock one more time. Richard, open that door, man. Maybe Richard's gone. That's the reason why I don't like to room with nobody. Richard, why don't you open? I wonder, my little darling, where can you be again tonight while the moon is shining bright?
Cecil Grant with I Wonder, before that Count Basie, Louis Jordan, Bill, Bill Brunzi, Arthur Big Boy Crudup, and a whole lot more. And one more word from our sponsor, from The Professor. Dr. Edwards is help, <clears throat> Dr. Edwa- uh, Edwards is help for constipated folks. For years, Dr. Edwards has relieved patients of bothered by constipation with his famous olive tablets, now sold by all drugstores. All the tablets are mild, gentle, and oh so thorough. I like that. Thorough. Thorough. All of the tablets act on both the upper and lower bowels and produce more natural-like movements with no griping. Just complete satisfaction. Buy them today at your local drugs. Local drugstore. So thank you for all of our sponsors. Thank you for listening to our fine presentation on Mutiny Radio, The Stranger in a Strange Land. This is... The Stranger and the Professor. We will return. You couldn't see it. I waved. We will return. If this were television, you would have seen it. In our own time. And you shall see us in the coming weeks, sometime in the future. So please enjoy our final music, the music of Nat King Cole. And remember that it isn't tomorrow if you haven't slept yet. Good night.
greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. Once again, boys and girls out Hi. there in mutiny land. This is The Stranger with Jacob. Mutable land. Mutable radio. Some other folks here uh, with us that you'll recognize from previous shows. I've never had you all on the same time before, so we'll introduce them in a moment. They, they kind of suck, so that's what tonight. All the worst 90s music you could possibly imagine. Actually not, because there was a lot more than we could do. Right. Uh, but we're going to get as much of it in as we can in the next two hours, so stay tuned with us. The phone number is 415-550-0511. That's 415-550-0511. Feel free to call us and make obscene noises. That's Most people do. Yeah, that's uh, usually what happens. And it's appropriate for tonight and all right. of the gut-wrenching, torturous music you're going to have to listen to on the Strange in a Strange Land Mutiny Radio. Stay with us, won't you? Oh, this is uh, Erasure in the Hall of Mountain. I actually have a real microphone this week. (laughs) 
high. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Technotronic from 1990. And uh, pump up the jam. And we'll have a little hat away here. Let's introduce our guests. We have Kyle West, <laughs> who you may remember uh, from the beginning of last year's uh, discussion about student loan debt. And over here, from going way back, years back now, and our worst of shows. What's your What's your name now? DJ, I had homework to do tonight. I, uh, yeah, but I'm here. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you. Yeah, so. cool. Because you picked this first set of songs here. Did I? I'm the first set. You're the first one to go. Yeah. Hopefully, you think they're bad too. I thought they were pretty bad. <laughs> so, Kyle, uh, there's no acetaminophen in, in a leaf. It's good to know. For all of you out there, naproxen sodium. Um, but. Uh, so, I mean, there's basically this week has been uh, the week that I've had more people that I mean, since I've told them about the show, yeah, ask me to play this or recommending that. Like, this is a really, this is a really large topic. It was a lot harder to pick these songs than I thought it would be to whittle it down. Yeah, it's it's difficult because I love the '90s. In fact, Jacob was uh, live chatting me as we did it. Yeah, uh, it, our brains both were on fire when this was going on. It was not a pretty thing. By uh, the 1990s, broken. the 1990s. I mean, it was a lot worse than just Clinton, you know, and uh, it could be worse. Boris Yeltsin. That's another you know, show I want to do. You know, that's, that is uh, another show, and that is a whole other week. kind of worse. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, what are some other things from the 90s that we absolutely hated besides the music? The clothing. The clothing. Reagan was in our recent memory. Wait, yeah. why are we talking about the 80s? This is the 1990s. Sorry, the ni- you're right, the 90s. I misspoke. The are, we, are we talking about the 1890s? Is this no, the 1890s. 1991. I totally, have these, I totally picked the wrong, okay. song, the wrong song for this episode yeah. then. No, so no, yeah, exactly. Jacob is on this idea that the 90s started in 1991. It is and not that an the year idea. 2000. It is not just an idea. Okay, so. I, I, I wanted songs from uh, 2000 yeah. on there. Yeah, because it's no, technically that, still. That is technically, yes, exactly. You are right. You yeah, are in the right. Most, yeah, exactly. So the strangers of this mind that, you know, the year zero happened. So we should count that's up not zero. No, no that is exactly what you said to me. Colloquially. Just because you're wearing that hipster hat doesn't mean you're smarter than No, it does mean I'm smarter. <laughs> His ears are cold. His ears are My cold. My ears are cold, and they're also smarter than you. I'm not going to pull up the Wikipedia article on how decades work, but um, it basically says <laughs> yeah, that okay. a decade, a decade is any set of 10 years. Any set of 10 years. So yeah. the last Tennessee. decade of your life is a decade. Well, I mean, why don't we just say, why don't, why don't we count lustrums then, too? You can do that if you want. But, All right. I'm we saying, don't. Like, <laughs> the no decade. Cursing. No, you're allowed to curse. Are we? Oh, oh you, you are curse away. Perfect. Yeah. Just say fuck as many times. You can't have that. Um, so the, so the, if you define the decade colloquially as 10, or, you know, zero to nine instead of one to zero. But that doesn't make you right. That, but but that's but colloquially that's what's correct. But that's not no that is not correct. Yes, at all. it is because a decade is defined no, by because any. No, the colloquial the, the the popular way of saying it is wrong. It is wrong. There is no year zero. I love this. So to, to count up from the year zero, but we're not talking to the year about year nine. But that's but that's stupid. not even what we're talking about. We're no, talking about we're defining talking about. your decades arbitrarily as t- a ten year set, which you can do in the culture no. well, however you want. Okay. If we yeah, wanted to well, do it from ninety five. To 2005, get you about that. it. That's right. Oh, a decade is any span spans of time. That's right. As much as I any, want. No, it's any. It could be a hundred years if I feel like it. The, as long as the but patriarchy. The sake, for the sake of tonight's episode. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Let's get back to that. 1990. 1990 to 1999. Because we didn't want to lose Vanilla Ice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, I think you might want to hit that speaker a little bit. Just turn it down a little. So I think you're distracting everyone from the fact that you were don't wrong. don't change the subject. <laughs> what to are you the talking speaker. about? Anyway, no, I wasn't proven wrong. Now I'm right. right. Calm down. Don't hit us. He's pumping up. I the will hit you. I'll and, hit you all. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, tell us about the songs that you picked and why you picked them. Oh, man. And, um, and defend yourself, sir. Yes. I, I don't think 90s. there's anything to defend. These are horrible. Uh, <laughs> indefensible songs. They're indefensible songs. <laughs> uh, I just kind of thought back to uh, stuff I hear now and I just absolutely hate. Um, I hate to say some of these things I, I liked. Mm-hmm. But now. You were a kid. I was a kid. I was a 10 year old kid listening to adult <laughs> contemporary radio stations in Southern California. Why? I don't know. You had like, was it 91X down there? there like I didn't, I, yeah, San Diego 91X. I did not you listen to that. <laughs> yeah, Pinback, Pinback is, is, is great. Local. You're listening to. I was listening to San Diego's Star 100.7, if Ooh. there's any listeners from San Diego. Yeah. That's the station I would listen to. It's pretty much the VH1 of San Diego. Of San Diego. Radio. Yeah, yeah. My, my hometown has one, too, called uh, Y102. They were kind of the same uh, they way. They used to. They, oh, Y102 is no longer there? Yeah, actually, if you paid attention in the last five years, they were... Yeah. No, I don't pay attention to anything but, um, that happens yeah. in my hometown. CBS bought them? Uh-huh, and yeah. then canceled them. They were running through crowds. No, Clear Channel cares. They, ate them alive. It was, uh, Clear Channel and CBS bought all yeah. the yeah, no. and ran them into the ground. No, that's okay. And replaced them with robots. 102 is awful. If you want to listen to Stone Temple Pilots, buy a Stone Temple Pilots CD. You mean MP3? And MP3. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, so I'm glad you put this on because the way I was introduced to a lot of this music was the fact that my large-haired bus driver listened to pop music and pop country. And uh, I'm glad you picked Shania Twain right, yeah. in your set because if not, I would have... I didn't know that she yeah. was really popular in the movie. She was horrible. She was pretty popular. She was on Star 100.7 all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, and so I, it, was, it was tough picking what song to pick. I knew I wanted some Shania Twain, and I went with this one, which will hold off. Well, we've got. So, what, do you want to tease what else you picked, or? Um, I how can I tease? This is just really bad. I, uh, you got some no doubt to represent. Oh, no doubt, no, whatever geez. genre that is. No doubt. The, this, the, the after they were ska, uh, no doubt. I actually watched some videos and just was like whichever video is the worst, that's the song I'm gonna pick. I didn't own any of these songs. I downloaded them off of YouTube. I, I converted them. Can we say this? I ripped these songs off of YouTube for yeah, for yeah that's what show. I said. That's perfectly all, all right. Songs, well, not, uh, actually, Napster, greatest invention ever. Yeah, absolutely. In the in the late nineties. Yeah, and you have like tons of. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you have tons of uh, D- uh, DVDs and, and shit with uh, tons of MP3s burned onto them. Yeah. And then, I, and then we went, do. not like when we got to the point where we were just exchanging hard drives, but yeah. that's a different decade. Well, that was because hard drives were more expensive back Senior then. Senior year of high school? Yeah. Selling CDs. <laughs> you scumbag. I know that was selling CDs for a dollar for a song. Someone you know. Be- uh, you don't want to admit that on the air. The RIAA is going to come yeah, in. Be- be- before right before I, I, I left Pittsburgh, I actually down I I, I burned all of my uh, my hard drive's music onto a series of DVDs. I think I used up like 
24 DVDs. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. yeah, I was never that on the school server. That was a lot of money back then. I was never that smart. I just bought blank CDs and made mixes. And yeah, well, no, I backed them up because I, I you know, you never know when your hard drive's gonna fail. Um, whether one other song you've picked here, uh, uh, DJ, I have homework to do. <laughs> uh, which actually, the first time you heard it, decent song, not the best song in the album, but his comeback album, Carlos Santana, 1999, with Rob oh, Thomas. Geez, Rob Thomas. They played this song every five minutes, and if you did like it for the first one or two times, you didn't I, for I very actually, long after that. Wow, yeah, yeah it's, it. it didn't take long. It's, uh, it's a horrible song. Yeah. If you liked it once on Pandora, you could never do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're following you around. Going, please, please like Rob Thomas. That's 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 part of that's part of the problem with that whole uh, last FM Pandora kind of like algorithm. You know, you mm-hmm. never get rid of anything you don't. Well, I can still never get rid of Stone Temple effing pirates. <laughs> Stone Temple pirates. Like, I'm still fed Stone Temple. That's why I don't use Pandora anymore. Uh, well, you know, you know, last FM. But Bruce Kyle's Star, stuck in. Uh, oh, I, I have moved on. The first uh, decade. The O-O's. Spot, you, you guys are on Spotify, right? I'm on now. Spotify. I, even songs, I like songs. You know what? You know what? I tried songs to use the first biatches. I like have, Google I Music. I've moved on to that. But that's your own music. Yeah, but yeah. I like listening yeah, to just different like people. Spotify and breaking Stone Temple Pilots. Are we playing? So we're anyway, about to, we're about to go to uh, uh, people want to hear some bad his music picks here. So let's start with Meet Virginia Train from the late '90s. Meet Virginia Train. Meet Train. Her hair is always a mess. If cats are stealing, she won't confess. She's beautiful. Smokes a pack a day. You can wait, that's me. But anyway, she doesn't care a thing about that. Hey, she thinks I'm beautiful. Meet Virginia. She never compromises, loves babies and surprises, wears high heels when she exercises, ain't that beautiful, meet Virginia.
timing is quite unusual. You see, a confidence is tragic, but her intuition magic in the shape of a body unusual. We'll meet Virginia. I can't wait to meet Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Let's go, girls. That's uh, Shania Twain before that corn. Uh, Rob Thomas. Corn no featuring Ice Cube. Oh, Ice Cube was in that? He was. Yeah. Would you like a time machine to go back and tell Ice Cube, Ice T, 
LL Cool J and uh, uh, Will Smith in the 90s where they would all be today. I think that'd be nice. And Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. That's, that's, oh man, that's no. Sorry, I know that. Is it too soon? It's too soon. Too soon, too soon. The queen of the damned herself. Mm hmm. That's right. Um, Anyway, what else did we have on there? We had, uh, yeah, Children of the Corn, 1998 Corn. Corn with a K, the song title. Right. That's like a little late band. in the 90s. We had a lot of late 90s stuff, but that's cool. Uh, the No Doubt and, and the... I love that Santana album, and that was like that's, the, that's like the weakest track on there. There's like an Eric Clapton song on there, and like I John Lee Hooker is on it, and like yeah, weird it's, uh, side people, but they robbed anyway, the one that got the, f- the, f- the song that kicked us off there it was uh, Train, Meet Virginia. Now, Kyle, you were saying something. Speaking of meat. About uh, your first something was to that song. Kyle, can you elaborate? (laughs) He's he's shy now. No. Kyle, why don't you tell us about your first blowjob? (laughs) Giving or receiving? (laughs) Giving or receiving? (laughs) It was strange. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, man. You heard it here, folks. What was her name? What was his name? I mean, what were their name? Their name. Gender neutral. Gender neutral. Your friend's sister. What's your friend's name? Hey, this is getting too personal. This now. is. He's not on internet radio. He's, he's, he's she's doing. Probably, he's doing the, she's the, probably. I'm a checking mom, out with my mobile device. I don't need to be here. Because we're talking about his penis. Uh, the achy, breaky heart. 1992. More people when I told them I was playing this uh, said this about than any other song tonight. That was from the 90s. Like I guess they thought. Yeah, yeah I guess I was, that was the I actually, A lot of people said that. Yeah, when I was looking up songs, like, which Ooh. should I play? I, this came up, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to play this. It's just, uh, I don't even want to. I, I know it's bad, but I don't want to hear yeah. it. I guess he was 20 years old when this song. He was 20 years old. He was old. 20 when this song hit. Wow. And, and look at him now. Yeah. No, she, she's about she's about twenty now. She's she's late. She's legal. where he was when he was so successful with Icky Breaky Heart. Well, she's she's really successful. Yeah, she's way successful. She really is. If, he still has a mullet, and she doesn't. If the paparazzi are following, <laughs> she's got her a around, shaved head there. She is nobody. And then he's like right she's, behind her. Kyle thinks like, she's all right no. now. She's all right now. Only because she's legal. She, yeah. She's not. She's not a bad-looking girl. Maybe we'll uh, we'll send her. Uh, you know, like, hey, come by and we'll play uh, Meet Virginia by Train for you. <laughs> <laughs> Meet Virginia. Sorry, I don't know what you're trying for. I don't know what I'm trying bad for. Side, this is a bad setup. Yeah. So uh, the late '90s, we just heard a lot from, and then I tried to uh, cover some early '90s early in my set, but um, there is a. Should I just say it? Go what are you gonna do? There it is. Oh, this. Play a little of this. Uh, this is bad. Oh man. Do you remember? Because uh, we're all around the same age, plus or minus a couple years. Do you remember this being played like in school dances? I, I never went to school dances. I don't think I went to school dances. <laughs> I do remember um, like a, like a, a version of this. It wasn't these guys, but uh, I think this song was popular before these guys. Yeah. No, what do you? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
<laughs> like I heard like a Spanish version of it. Like yeah, I, yeah. I think this is a bitch, but like well, they're in they're by in some the by some Mexican are, artist. Well, this like is, this is just a cover. Well, think. this is Los Del Rio, and yeah. there's in the video there's this like these guys. There's like these three yeah, mariachi the, guys, and then there's the great part of the video. There's all these girls with like they still have these eighties. Hey, you don't style. know that they're actually mariachis. They're just they're wearing the costumes. Though, so I don't know these the guys, are the Del Rio guys. I don't remember, but I do remember I think they're wearing suits and they're like all like yeah. they look like Italian tenors. Do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. The other girls, the girls in the video, I remember are wearing like these fluorescent clothes and like side ponytails. Probably. They're from the 80s. And then there's this great part of the video where uh, Los Del Rey just come on. What was They just clap. I think it's. I think he's yeah. yeah. That too. That, no, th- they, that's what this is. I think Kyle is just pulling a lot of stuff out of his ass right now. Now, I, I yeah. to tease what I have coming up, I have some Spice Girls, some Britney Spears. Not necessarily in this order, but and you'd love it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what's going on over there. But um, uh, we have Color Me Bad, Will Smith, and Vanilla Ice in kind of random order. So, yeah. It's a nice cross-section of the entire 90s, I feel, of, of horrible music and style and genres, you know? Mm-hmm. So, though, though no boy sh- bands. No boy though bands. we should say, uh, speaking of uh, genres, uh, in the future, we can give a little tease, maybe bad rap episode we'll or volume rap. two. Yeah, we'll do another there Because there was, there was a There's lot. There's new album. Oh, so. man. Oh, God, no. Can we do bad 90s rap? Yeah, you know what? No, because there's would, so much. There's so much I wanted to include. Would, no, there was there was a lot that I had to pass up on. I really wanted to put. Yeah, I, I wanted to put Master P. Master. I wanted Master P. Lucas on here. Or, no, not Lucas. Luke. I wanted to put Luke on here. Who's Luke? Uh, Dr. Dre. One of Dr. Dre's nemesis. Nemesis. Julio, yeah. Gangsta's Paradise. Well, no, talk about his really beef bad? with Weird Al. Okay, so let's, let's, oh, let's clear this up about Julio. Is he really bad? I don't really know that he's bad. He was a very short but I'm just. But it was short-lived. But I'm just saying, he wasn't, like, bad. He wasn't terrible. No, that's not... No, popular consensus is not a good draw. I just said this earlier about... Well, I mean, if he actually has integrity and actually has talent, then that's... I'm going to say that the guy who got... Who told Weird Al Yankovic to parody a song and then got butthurt when he did so doesn't have a lot of integrity. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I mean, he took the song from Stevie Wonder. No, he took the song... That he parody? Yes, his... his uh, he or his production oh, yeah, that's right. That. Also... He got a lot of money because yeah, Weird Al doesn't do it for free. He, yeah, he, or Weird Al gives money to... The, yeah. Um, and... He also the song itself wasn't even his. It's based on Stevie Wonder's uh, pastime paradise. Pastime paradise. So well, it, it isn't Stevie Wonder's pastime paradise. It's somebody else's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna go to uh, ooh, Vanilla Ice, Ice, Ice Baby. Are we gonna go? Oh, are we gonna go back to the the program on this? Or are we gonna go? Yeah, of course. We got, right. we got some right here. So uh, enjoy 1990s greatest hit. And listen, I sit back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a hawk daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. 
turn off the lights and I'll close to the extreme. I rock a mic like a vandal, light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance, crush a speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly. When I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it. You better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid. Don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it.
Under the palm trees, cause you gotta have cheese for the summer house piece on South Beach. Water so clear you can see to the bottom. Hundred thousand dollar cars, everybody got them. Ain't no surprise in the club to see slides. So don't, Miami, my second home.
Spice Girls, Will this, Smith. That Colin song Bad. goes out to oh my God. a sweet, dear friend of ours. A sweet, dear Get friend. Me, baby, of ours. one more time. I do feel like I'm. Um, <laughs> I, I do feel like I have uh, blemished my show forever <laughs> by having Britney Spears. What are you talking about? And now the Quad City DJs Sorry. with the Space Jam theme. Oh no, this is Cher already. Yeah, this is Cher. Okay. 
Uh, let me read the events calendar real quick before we get back into it. Uh, first Fridays at Asiento. I'm sorry, first Thursdays, if you just missed it. Uh, go back and listen to Dino Pants Radio. He's got that. Uh, tomorrow, or tonight, depending on your perspective, Sounds from the Street from 8 to 10 p.m. We'll have Kathleen Dunbar. Uh, it's kind of an Americana, rootsy, bluesy uh, thing. You can uh, check her out at KathleenDunbar.net, Fat Rat Records, and um, uh, Joey Cape from Lagwagon. Wow. Oh, wow. Is that really? a 90s band? Wow, Seriously? no, really? Yeah, Where? wow. Oh, that's, um, that's pretty bad. That's at five uh, members of Dead to Me, also at six in the Swing and Utters. That's going to be a, a go, so uh, check that out. That's on Sunday. It's a benefit show. And um, wow, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. That, um, this Monday night, the Pom Pom Tones are going to have live in the studio the international debut of Andrew Weathers and Arjun Mendirata duo. I um, and our radio oculars on the 13th at 5. Uh, Eric Howell, singer, guitarist, poet from Philly, uh, whose album I'm Going Down is coming out. Yeah, poet album. I'm Going Down. Yeah. So that's what's going on. Also, please go to our website, check out our Kickstarter. We've got a lot of fun projects and uh, technological advancements that we need around the studio. So and Monkey, stop editing the, the Wikipedia, please. I'm not calling yeah, we you We know it's you. I'm not calling you out. That's Jacob. Arbor. Well, you you came to me in a dream a couple. Of <laughs> He's like ago. Freddy Krueger. Yeah, he kind of like he kind of kind of came to me in, in a boiler room setting with <laughs> knife fingers, steampunk. Yeah, monkey. Yeah. No. Um, it, it was actually this, the the boiler room was so a phone Wikipedia. call here. We do. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Pretty, pretty good. I just, just want to let y'all know y'all all have sexy voices. Well, thank you. I appreciate hang on, that. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. We got to hang up the phone here. No, we don't. We're, we're good. We got you on the line. We got you on the line, but we're, we're hanging. Okay, you so you're line. good. Okay, okay. All right, so I want to request a song. What, uh, well, I don't know if we have it on request, uh, but what but what do you want to listen to? Okay, all right. So I think uh, one of the songs is I'm Too Sexy. Oh, my oh God. we have that. Do we have that? that? I think we have that. That is going on later. We have that on here. I don't. I, I'm I don't so know if sexy. I have it. No, no, no. I'll find. I'll you find it. Right, said oh, Fred. I will find it. How about Barbie Girl? That, that comes up second. Barbie Girl. That is, is that not the Aqua. Yeah, except Aqua. except that's a good song. No, that shut, shut up, Bill. <laughs> it's a stranger. Anyway, no. So we do have we do have Right Said Fred. It's on here. You probably know all the words to Barbie Girl, huh? Barbie Girl. Yeah, that's right. Do you, I do. Do you know the the lyrics to Barbie I'm Girl? I'm a Barbie Girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> Plastic. Uh, well, it's uh, it's fun listening to you guys in the radio. I just wanted to call in and say that. No, thank it's, you. It's thank cool. you so much. I appreciate it's that. It's cool. You got. We're gonna we're gonna get to your request. Uh, we're gonna get to that that right said Fred though. It's gonna get there. Oh wait, okay, why are you playing it now? He's gonna play it now. Well, I'm gonna. I have it. I have it set up to uh, my speakers at the house, so I'm I'm blaring off music and listening. To we you. have it going on here. It's right here. All right, right said Fred. I'm too sexy. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the call. If you yes. want to call up, the number is four one five 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 zero zero five one one. You're listening to the stranger. Please the strange call land us. We're bored. On mutiny. We're very bored. Yeah. 
I just hate her. I don't care. I have no, I have no I don't care about Tori Amos either. I, uh... No, I say people put her in the same vein as Bjork and PJ Harvey. And even Suzanne Vega, if you want to get really like... Well, acapella Suzanne Vega is. The other one? Oh, yeah. Tori Amos. No, no, but I, yeah. I like Tori Amos. But, like, Bjork is just, like, what? Where does everybody fall on Alanis Morissette? That's Alanis Morissette doesn't even register. She's, yeah. No, but really? she almost made it on here, too. I almost put ironic uh, no, 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 no. You know what? I like her. You know why? She's a dark. I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that. No, no, no. You know what? I met her at a bar one she time. She was and God. Almost, yeah, that is true. God. No, she is no. God. I didn't know it. No, no, she's God. Dogma. Yeah, she is know. God. What do you mean dogma? in dogma? She's God. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. What do you mean in dogma? In the, on the movie. In <laughs> Godma, she's dog. 
All right. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. This is how we do And we're making the dash.
Sorry, everybody. Lots of fun. Step two. 